Blog Talk Radio. Interviewing your favorite musicians, comedians, and other creative souls. This is the Carrie Edelman Show. Hey everyone, and welcome to the Carrie Edelman Show. I am very excited tonight as we have an amazing band coming on. It's an American hard rock band, as they describe themselves, called Solicit. And uh, we're going to bring them on in a moment. The vocalist, Derek Parson, will be calling in. And we're going to talk about what they're up to, their amazing album, uh, the different uh, shows that they're currently playing, and uh, all the other great things that these guys have in store. So I just want to introduce my show if you are new and tuning in for the first time tonight. I launched the show, gosh, it's been about a year and a half ago. And a little bit of background on myself. I have my doctorate degree in clinical psychology. And one of the things I've always just loved doing is interviewing people. So I really wanted to combine combine my uh, professional background in a professional manner with my background in the entertainment industry. I have an album out as a solo artist. And I also do some writing for some entertainment magazines. And one of the things that I really found along the way, um, just working as an independent artist on so many different levels, was just it's very hard to sometimes find that support that you need to help you push yourself and get your name out there. So I created this show with the concept in mind that I wanted to bring people on, support them, and help them uh, spread their name to the masses and get their products out there. So that's my background and the uh, evolution, as we should say, about the show. So I'm going to show you, you're going to get a really good uh, taste of what these people's lives are like, what it's like to be in the profession, and we'll talk about some hopefully entertaining, maybe controversial stories. I like to definitely combine some humor in my shows. I'm a big fan of comedy. Um, so a couple of things I ask people to please keep in mind is that although I'm a clinical psychologist, this show that I have is not meant to be providing any type of formal therapy or treatment. I like to put that out there. Um, I'm very open to talking about broad-based topics and concepts if anyone wants to bring them up. As I know, people uh, in the entertainment industry have crazy experiences, and I'm sure everyone could use a psychologist at some point. Um, and also, I just ask that people kindly keep any personal information about if you're going to talk about a controversial or you know entertaining story that might be humiliating or embarrassing, to just please keep any specific identifying names of persons, organizations, et cetera, um, out of the uh, story. But I do want people to feel free to talk about whatever they'd like on my show, to be open, uh, down to earth, because that's what this show is about. So first, I would like to also say, please create a Blog Talk Radio account if you are tuning in by going to blogtalkradio.com. And you can also call in if you want. All this information is available in the chat room. The call-in number is 805-243-1320. Again, because I'm a one-person show here, I will do my best to go back and forth in the chat room. But if you do have specific questions, uh, feel free to call in. I'm sure Derek would love to take the call and answer your questions. So I learned about Solicit, um, I guess a handful of months back, when I heard their amazing song, Hell Yeah, on Sirius XM Octane. So they definitely captured my attention right away. And then it was, um, I guess, kind of ironic because I actually worked with uh, the person that does a lot of PR work for them, who is, and I've got to keep track of all these people I keep in touch with, Doug Weber of New Media, New Ocean Media. 
and I just want to give him a special thanks. It's been a pleasure working with him. I worked with him when I had the band Reigns on my show, so it's it's great to bring another one of the bands that he works with um, on this show. So thanks again to Doug Weber of New Media. Um, sorry, it's been a long day. New Ocean Media. Okay, so let me give you a little background information, and then we'll bring Derek on. So as I mentioned, uh, Solicit describes themselves as an American hard rock band. We got, these guys have been sharing the stages with bands such as Buck Cherry, Fuel, Seven Dust, Tailstorm, Pop Evil, and the list goes on. We'll talk about their members when he comes on so he can introduce who the members are and give them some plugs. Uh, the bands in September of 2011, they uh, linked a deal with Thermal Entertainment, which is based out of South Carolina. And from there, they started working on their first full-length album, which everyone has to check out and pick up, called Parking Lot Rockstar. And it was produced by Brett Helstla, who I've been hearing a lot about, and I just had a band on last week who actually worked with him. And he's of Dark New Day and Creed, and uh, he's done some amazing work, and you can definitely hear the quality in, um, on these guys' album. Sorry, again, long day. I work a full-time job in addition to doing everything else. So uh, Hell Yeah has broken to the top 40. It is on tons of different stations. You could also hear this song played across the country in countless uh, professional sports stadiums and arenas. It's also played at Bally's, Gold Gym, Powerhouse, and the list, as I said, goes on with these guys. The next single they're going to be releasing, and we're going to play both of these tonight, is uh, Complicated, and it's an amazing song, too. So we'll check that one out tonight. So I don't want to give too much more away, and let's bring Derek on so he can tell us his story about how um, about their band. Hey, Derek, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you today? Good, good. Welcome. I'm so glad to have you guys on the show and uh, promote Solicit. Thanks so much for having us. We appreciate the opportunity to uh, to join you. Absolutely. And now, is it just you joining me tonight, or do you have anyone else with you? Um, you know, I've got I've got these guys running around all over. We're actually in uh, uh, Illinois right now, um, uh, just loaded in for a show. So we're just kind of out in the uh, out in the parking lot, throwing the frisbee around, relaxing before set time. Oh, nice, so. nice. Well, why don't you give a give a quick plug? Where are you guys playing tonight? Uh, we are playing at Penny Road in uh, Barrington, Illinois. Very cool, very cool. So that's thank you for doing the show uh, prior to doing your. Um, you know, your regular show tonight, because I'm sure that could be a lot of work sometimes, having to fit a bunch of things into one day. No problem at all. I love doing it. I love, uh, you know, like I said, I love meeting new people, and, and we definitely appreciate you, um, you know, letting us on with you. Cool. Yeah, definitely. So let's talk. I was trying to, and I always try to read up on the band in addition to, um, you know, the bio that is sent to me and that I, you know, pick up from going to the website and stuff. So are you originally from Kansas? Is that where you reside? Yeah, yeah, actually from uh, Wichita, Kansas, and that's kind of where the the band has always been based out of. So, yeah, okay. correct. Okay, very cool. So tell us a little bit, I guess, since I'm talking with you, just I always like to get a feel for people kind of growing up and how did they get interested in music, and especially Kansas. Tell us a little bit about what it's like living there, because I'm sure it's different than some of the other places in the country. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> give, us a little bit, give us a little information on your background. Uh, yeah, Kansas is it is different. It's a, it's a whole different environment. Um, so you you, know, you really start realizing that once you hit the road, and and uh, you know the further out you get, it seems like the the more different it is. But um, you know, to start for me on music was you know I just grew up in a home that uh, you know it's constantly surrounded by music. There was never a day that um, you know the stereo wasn't blasted throughout the house. My parents are just you know just those kind of people who uh, whether you're driving or having dinner or 
you know, just being social, you know, the radio has got to be on in the background. And, and so that's, you know, that's, that's kind of the, the pedigree that I have, you know, it's, it's always constantly be surrounded by music and, and, you know, at the same time, they listen to everything. So, I, so not only did I, uh, you know, not only was I inundated by music at all times, it was all kinds of different music everywhere from, you know, Hank Jr. to, uh, to ACDC. So I got a taste of, you know, a little bit of everything. And, and, uh, wow. So yeah, so yeah, I was actually submerged in it, and and my dad, you know, he's a drummer. Um, in his day, he kind of uh, you know dabbled a bit in dance, and so you know, there's a little bit of that musician blood there too. So, um, it was just natural for me. And after after, you know, hearing all my favorite songs, it's you know, I, I wanted to start creating my favorite songs. So that's kind of what got me started. Very cool. So, were you predominantly growing up wanting to be a vocalist, or do you play other other instruments? Um, you know, I, st- I, I got a, the very first instrument that I, I, I owned was a guitar that my dad bought me, an acoustic guitar. Um, mm-hmm. But actually, right after, right after I got that, I, uh, I just, I became infatuated with drums. So I actually, the very first band I was ever in, uh, I played drums. Oh, and, wow. Um, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, so that was my first band experience. And then, you know, after sitting behind the kid, I, you know, it, it was hard for me to write songs. My, you know, my natural, my natural instinct told me that I needed to start writing songs, and, and it was tough to do that behind the kid. So I, you know, I picked the guitar back up and, and uh, you know, started writing tunes and, and, and singing them as well. So that's kind of how that came. Very cool. So how old were you when you first started actually getting into bands, as you said, and being behind the drum kit? Um, I think the first band I was in, I was, um, I'm thinking around like 13 or 14, um, something in that area. Um, you know, I, uh, I just, yeah, I think I got my very first microphone at, at Christmas at the age of four or five. So, you know, I, I've been singing and, and, you know, my version of performing, you know, holding concerts in my bedroom for my parents since I was, you know, a, a toddler. But um, <laughs> the, first, the first actual band was probably 13 or 14, something like that. Very cool. Now, did you have formal training with the vocal stuff or any of the instruments, or are you predominantly self-taught? Yeah, mostly just just self-taught, just, you know, um, wow. when it comes to the instrument, instrumentation, you know, um, guitar, I, I went to, my dad took me to one lesson, you know, he wanted to get me in lessons, and I, you know, I, I sit down and, and talk to this, you know, at that time was a much older gentleman than I, and, and uh, you know, I just, the lesson thing didn't work out for me, I'm just, I'm, my personality is the kind of guy that, um, I I just like to figure things out for myself, and so I, you mm-hmm. know, I took the lesson, I said, eh, it's not for me, I'll go home and, and uh, try to figure this thing out on my own, so... <laughs> Cool, cool. Well, definitely, I mean, and we'll talk as we get into more talking about solicit. I mean, you guys definitely have a very original, unique sound. I like it. It's refreshing. It's not kind of this cookie-cutter thing out there where you sound like all these other bands. So props to you with that, and definitely vocally. I mean, very cool vocals, definitely very original style. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. So, okay, so why don't we talk about, so did you just decide as growing up, you know, this is what you had to do with your life. You wanted to do music. There was nothing else that you were going to do. Yeah, you know, after the the very first gig I ever played, you know, um, um, prior to that, I really didn't have any, um, you know, intentions, I guess, of of you know doing this very seriously, and and I you know I just didn't really know about that world until I played my very first show, and and you know there weren't a lot of people there, but you know being in front of people and and you know kind of putting my you know pouring my soul out you know on stage, you know all it took was one time, and I, you know from that point I was it was you know so it's in my blood now, so. No going back. <laughs> nice, nice. Did you have any backup plans? I know Solicit's doing very well, and you guys are really, you know, getting out there now in terms of touring and getting a great name for yourself. But, you know, what if growing up it didn't work out? Did you have backup plans of what you would plan on doing if the music thing didn't go how you wanted it to? You know, that that's, that probably uh, speaks 
even more to the, you know, my insanity as it is, because I, I didn't, you know, I, I uh, <laughs> you know, the, the guys I'm with, they're all talented guys in other fields and, and educated and, and, you know, so, you know, good for them. And that, they, they totally had that plan B, but for me, um, you know, I, I, I don't know anything about cars and I, and I can't hang sheetrock and I'm not good at painting and I, and I don't necessarily right. like, like landscaping. So, you know, writing songs and performing to me has been the only thing that I've ever found that I was, you know, what I thought was, was really good at. And, and it's, 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 you know, I've done tons of other jobs and, and life was miserable for me. It's, it's you know, if, if I'm not doing what I love, which, which happens to be singing and performing and writing, then, then I'm not happy. And so to me, there really isn't another option. So it's, uh, it's rock and roll a plus. <laughs> nice, nice. So prior to solicit, and then we'll, let, let's probably start talking about when you guys came together as a band. Um, how long, I guess, did it take you before you found Solicit? As, or were you in prior bands? And I'm sorry, I'm all over the place. I work in corrections as a psychologist, so as you can imagine, my days are crazy. Um, I, I imagine. <laughs> but you know what? That's that's a niche I think that the industry needs. What about an on-road psychologist? Like to go on the road with a band? What about that? What do you think of that? <laughs> if there's any, if there's anybody in the world that needs psychologists on hand, would be musicians because the right, life right, we right. live out here. The life we live out here is so anti-normal. It is so it's such a departure wow. from what from what normal people live, and the schedules are so different, and you just mm-hmm. see much different things. I think it would be a great idea. I'm, I'm gonna talk to yeah. management about getting you on board right. with this. <laughs> we'll, talk, we'll talk off the air. Definitely, I'm, a, I'm an entrepreneur too. I have I'm always thinking of different crazy ideas. Except my problem is I'm more conservative, and I'm scared to kind of just kind of jump the gun and try to just get into something without kind of having something to fall back on. But, okay, so we'll talk the air. But, um, okay, so prior to Solicit, were you in any other, like, really serious bands that were getting somewhere before you guys regrouped with Solicit? Um, you know, I was in other projects, nothing that was too serious. I mean, we played, you know, we play, uh, um, you know, people's backyards and their garages and, and right. you know, parties for friends. And, they, you know, there wasn't anything serious, but, but at the same time, you know, we were, 14 and 15 years old, so that we didn't have, you know, it's not like we could necessarily go into a lot of bars or venues and, and play shows. So, um, you, my my very first serious project was Solicit. Solicit is tattooed wow. on my skin, and and uh, you know, Solicit is who I am. You know, and and it, I identify with Solicit, and the kind of people identify it with me as well. And so, um, it's it's been my very first project, and and something that I've stuck by since since day one. Wow, that's great. Now, when did you guys officially form and come together? Uh, 2002. That's actually the year that uh, me and, and a buddy of mine graduated high school. And so once we once we got the school out of the way, <laughs> it was it was full time <laughs> right. rock and roll. So right. that was 2002 when we started. Okay. And then was it just back in 2011 that you guys finally started to you know get the album together and really kind of start to break? Yeah, you know, we had released uh, an album, a couple albums prior to that on our own. You know, it was just okay. a. Uh, a self-release, and so we didn't have any, you know, major, major names or money behind it. So, so yeah, I mean, we, we released our first demo um, in like 2003 or four, um, and then we released our our first full-length um, uh, self-release um, in May of 2009. Um, and then, of course, in 2011, we were signed to Thermal Entertainment, and, and that was our first label release. So, but prior to that, yeah, we we have we have work out there that's that's um, you know pre-label, so. You know, we we was trying to do things on our own. Cool, very cool. And I guess what business wise, what made you guys? And I, I'm, it's kind of a rhetorical question. I know the answer, but why did you decide to instead of staying independent, you know, go with a label? Was you know, was, was it just 
the difficulties of you can't get to that next level without having that backing? Um, yeah, in a lot of cases, yeah. You know, we I, there's probably a ton of situations with other labels that we would have passed on, but um, you know, we feel really lucky that that uh, you know we came across um, Kyle and Rhonda Favors who head Thermal Entertainment. They're uh, some amazing, amazing, gracious, generous, caring, um, just amazing people, and and you know, their their personalities and their their characteristics, you know, is one of the big reasons why we decided to work with them. Nice. Um, and they did. They, you know, they've, they've put us in positions that we otherwise never would have been able to. Financially, you know, there's no way that, that otherwise we could have toured full-time. You know, we all had day jobs, and, and uh, so financially we couldn't have done it. Um, with, a, with, you know, that goes as far as the new record, too. They've, they've really supported and been the fire for everything that we've done since, you know, 2011. Wow, that's awesome. And I think, I think that was a really crucial point that you stated, and and I do the same thing when I meet people. I mean, I think personality-wise is so important rather than what they can just give you because if you guys don't see eye to eye or if people are trying to take advantage of you, it's just so hard then to, you know, get moving to that next level. So that's awesome that you felt really connected with those guys. Cool. Yeah, absolutely. All right, why don't we do this? Introduce the members. I definitely want to give everyone a plug, uh, the members of the band, and um, then we'll get into talking about your single, Hell Yeah. Okay. Um, on the drums, we've got uh, the one, the only Trent Boehner. Um, he's a good dude. He's, uh, you know, the guy on stage is full of energy, entertaining to watch. Um, you know, I, I call him a, you know, I call him the front man who can't sing because back there behind the kid, he's he's just as much energy as any any of us up front. So uh, he's a good guy. You know, he's a good guy. He keeps the beat. He's the backbone of what we're doing. Um, on bass, we got Kevin Perro. Um, Another great guy. He is he's our tech guy. He's the guy that knows everything about everything. He's a he's a Wikipedia. Um wow. and on stage <laughs> and, and on stage he's that technical uh you know, programming computer guy. Um so he's a, a wonderful asset for us and we're super happy to have him on board and, and a hell of a guy, great bass player. Um and then on, on uh lead guitar we've got uh Roll. Um he is uh he's been with us a few months now. Um and he is that he is that. I mean, when you see this guy in a bar, he is the guy that you know is in a rock band just by looking at him. I mean, he looks like he's gonna just rip your soul out right then and there. But uh, <laughs> but he's actually a really nice guy and, and, a, and a super cool guy to have with us. He's a he's a slash style lead guitar player, so he can just shred up and down that fretboard quicker nice. than anybody out there. So um, you know, with all those guys together, I feel like we have a really really great lineup, and, and we're doing big things with these guys. So. That's great. And was is this predominantly the main lineup you've had, or did you have to go through some changes along the way? Uh, yeah, we did. Yeah, we had several changes real early uh, with mm-hmm. Solicit, and then uh, as of recently, we had a you know a very major uh, you know a very major lineup switch, and and um, lost uh, a buddy of mine on on lead guitar, who was the actual I'm, I'm the only founding member left. He was the only one at uh, the other one at that point, so he was. Um, he left, and his brother Andrew left, and uh, on bass, and those guys, you know, were a huge reason why we are where we are today. And, and uh, it was a big void uh, to fill, and, and we definitely decided to see him go. Wow! And if you don't, I mean, not to get too personal, but was there any? Was it just because they wanted to do something different with their lives, or creative differences? What led to the departure? Um, I can't really go into too too much on that. It was just okay. it was just some personal personal stuff that was going on behind the scenes, and and uh, so they okay. made they made you know they made their decision, and and I totally support them you know in that decision, and I wish them the best. And and uh, again, it was it, it's a huge hole to fill. Gotcha. Okay. No, I totally respect that. That's fine. 
Okay, so why don't we get into so we can get your two songs in tonight because I definitely want to play both of them. So tell us a little bit about um, Hell Yeah and uh, why you guys, and I think it's a great single, why you guys chose that one as the first one to, you know, push out there off of this album. Well, you know, we thought it was a good um, icebreaker to the to the not only the industry and you know the music industry in general, but also new fans and new radio listeners and and that kind of stuff. So, um, you know, it's an energetic, uh, fist pumping. Let's you know, let's, let's kind of have a party song, and and I think a lot of people can relate to that. Um, not only is it that, but it's actually based on a on an actual true story, uh, a real life police chase that our uh, Trent, our drummer, his little brother went through. So not only is it just a fun party song, uh, but it's based on a true story, so we can sing it with the, all the conviction in the world. <laughs> nice, nice. All right, cool. So what I'll do is I'm going to put you on hold. We'll uh, check out this song, and then we'll come back and talk about uh, the recording of your album, some of the amazing people you've worked with, and uh, the tours that you guys are currently on. Cool, let's do it. Okay, thanks. Hold on, Derek. All right, everyone, again, you're listening to Derek, who is the lead vocalist of the American hard rock band Solicit. We're going to check out their hit single, Hell Yeah. Again, you guys have to definitely pick up a copy of their album today, which is called Parking Lot Rockstar. It's an amazing album. So let's check this out, and then we'll come back, do a couple of quick plugs for some commercials, and then get back on the air with Derek. So check out Hell Yeah.
everyone again that was Hell Yeah from Solicit off of their album, which is called Parking Lot Rockstar. Please be sure to um, check it out and pick up a copy. <clears throat> All right, we're just going to check out a quick couple of commercials. A couple of them I'm going to do myself, and then a couple of them I'm going to play. Let me just switchboard here. I have to go through it. Okay, check out an advertisement from Flirt Energy Drink. It's an amazing female fitness energy drink, and I'm um, happy to announce that my song, Vanilla Skies, the pop song off of my album, Leave It All Behind, currently represents the product. So check that out, and then we'll come back and check out another quick advertisement, and then we will bring Derek back on. Hey, Alyssa, you look awesome. Wow, thanks. What are you doing, putting in extra hours at the gym? No, I drink Flirt. The pink energy drink? You like my energy, don't you? Yeah. Flirt is the first energy drink designed for women by women. Flirt, the one in the pink can? Flirt is jam-packed with natural ingredients. Really? Zero calories, DHA, folic acid, green tea, and putia. I could get it here at the gym, right? Flirtsport.com. Flirt. Sports.com. Yeah, flirtsport.com for a location near you. All right, everyone, a couple more people to give a nice plug to. Definitely check out irocktv.co, and that is I, just a letter I. It's an amazing website. It promotes independent artists and music. Really cool place. Check them out. They also have an event coming up this weekend if anyone wants to attend it. It is June 30th, this Saturday, from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m., and it is in Patterson, New Jersey. You can just go to irocktv.co, and all the details will be up there. So let's definitely support this company. It's an amazing company, and they have a lot of really cool things in store for the future, especially with uh, independent artists and other types of persons in the entertainment industry. And then lastly, I definitely want to promote, as I said in the beginning of the show, I'm a huge fan of comedy. I'm a big Howard Stern fan. I want to promote Davin's Den, which is a fast-paced podcast featuring comedians Davin Rosenblatt, Joe Curry, and Pip Helix. If you are looking for a show that can make you think and laugh out loud at the same time, then Davin's Den is the show for you. They go live Tuesday nights at 6.30 p.m. Eastern to watch live episodes, hear, old, hear or watch old episodes, or find out more about the show. Go to Davin's Den page at davincomedy.com, and that's spelled D-A-V-I-N, comedy.com. All right, Derek, and now you are back on. Awesome song. Thank you so much. Very cool. Great stuff. So, um, yeah, so where do you, I mean, and feel free to, you know, I don't want to just sit here throwing questions at you. If you want to pull the interview in any specific direction, feel free to do that, too. Okay, cool. All right. So why don't we talk a little bit about, and I said, if you want to interrupt me at any time, feel free to do it. So let's talk about the album, because I think, uh, again, the mix, the production, the engineering, everything is just phenomenal on it. So talk about how you uh, hooked up with uh, Brett from uh, Dark New Day and Creed to uh, do this album. Um, well, you know, it kind of just started, I'd heard some stuff that uh, he had done in the past um, with some, some guys that were actually from my hometown. Um and I, you know, I heard the record, and, and I was, you know, it kind of blew me away. The sound is great, and, and um, you know, so as we were trying to pick guys for for our album uh, to work with, um, you know, I thought not only not only, you know, had I heard his stuff in the past, and and obviously liked his work there, but also I thought he offered kind of a um, 
a different edge and a different approach to the to the music that we were doing that that we as a band didn't have or maybe couldn't see or just needed that outside help to to bring out a little bit. And that's mm-hmm. that's kind of why I, I uh, you know I sought him out. You know, I, I contacted him and asked if he'd be interested in working on the project with us. And um, you know, he, he he said absolutely. And and um, you know, so he went out there and did it. But uh, you know, I thought he, I just thought he offered and brought to the table uh, you know a different edge and and some other things that uh, we otherwise wouldn't have had. And we're really proud of what we came up with. Yeah, no, it's great. Now, did he do the mixing and the producing on it, or did you have separate people involved in each of the different areas? Yeah, he actually he manned uh, most of it. He uh, engineered it, he uh, uh, produced it, mixed it. We sent it uh, outside for for outside mastering, but uh, but yeah, wow. he did he did the rest of the legwork on it. Wow, very impressive. Because I hear people all the time saying you got to get independent people for everything, but not necessarily not necessarily the story in every case. Yeah, sometimes you do. Sometimes it's a good idea. Um, you know, but we just really lucked out um, yeah. with, with his skill and his ability. So we didn't, you know, we didn't have to. <laughs> no, that's great. I mean, I per- I had a band on actually an up and coming band last week that worked with him too, and so it really seems like, you know, people really enjoy working with him. I mean, both professionally and just yeah, just personality wise too. That he seems like he's a great guy to work with. Definitely, yeah, he's he's a great guy, and you know, I'd recommend uh, you know anybody going to uh, to work with him as well. He's he's a great guy to work with. Very cool. Very cool. So let's let's get a little feel on your impression today with the industry in terms of, you know, how it's changed so much uh, with the social media sites and, you know, unfortunately most labels not having the budgets they used to have and artists having to do a lot of work also on their own now in order to yeah. you know, get themselves out there. What is your impression in terms of how things have changed and kind of come for full circle since the 90s when, you know, bands did have these huge budgets and labels and management? What's your what's your take on that stuff? Yeah, you know it's 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 um it's a much much different market as it was you know 20 years ago you know and and uh, things are changing so much it's um you know there's a lot of record labels that have, have folded up or um, consolidated or um you know are no longer uh, and it seems like it's really affected rock and roll more than than a lot of genres I think there's some genres that have actually benefited off of um, you know what's kind of happened, but I think rock and roll right now is is kind of seeing the 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 worst end of it. Um, you know, the, I think there's good things and bad things about the social media end of it. Obviously, it, mm-hmm. it um, enables us as bands to connect with our fans on a much more um, personal level. Um, you know, we're able to reach out and and share things that uh, you know otherwise before then you, you never could. And so I, I think it really builds that that um, you know person to person relationship and puts you eye level with your fans. Um, yeah, but, but at the same time, I think there's there's good things and bad things about that too. You know, there's something to be said for a little bit of discretion and and um, you know a little bit of separation um, from fans. But at the same time, it's it's important to build those those relationships. So, I, you know, I, th- I think there's good and bad with it. Um, right. So, what do you think from your perception? What would be one of the? And I want to say it's a strong word. I don't want to say negative components. But when you say bad, what what would you think one of the not so good components is in terms of? being very close, like you're saying, and, and personal with the fans? Um, you know, I don't, I don't know that it's it's, it's a necessarily a, you know, I, like, I think about examples like this. I think about, you know, back in, say, the 80s, you know, and mm-hmm. in, in, in the height of, of hair metal or or whatever. You know, you, you would have guys that would, uh, you know, they they would pop out of the tour bus and, and you would see them on stage and they were just these almost godlike creatures. And then right. and all of a sudden they, they retreated back into the bus and you'd never seen them again until the mm-hmm. next show. And so there's a little bit of that mystique, I think, that's that's missing uh, a little bit these days. And, and so it's, I, I, you know, I don't think that, 
yeah, I don't know if it's a bad thing or a good thing. I don't, I don't know if it's either one. I just think it's so much different because I think, I think fans look at musicians much differently now than they looked at them 20 years ago because of stuff right. like that. At the same time, we can build stronger relationships, too. So, uh, you know, I, I hate to call it good or bad. I, I just call it, I guess, different. I guess that's a big difference. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. That is a good point, though. You're right, because you didn't have that connection and that usually that up-close contact with them. Like you said, they kind of retreat back to their buses, and you wouldn't see them until the next show. So that's, that is a good point. Yeah, you know they weren't. They yeah. weren't as soon as you know as soon as show was over, they weren't tweeting about you know what they're eating for dinner and it's right. really like you didn't have you know it was it was very mysterious and and I think that, yeah. I think that was cool but but uh, there's cool things about it now too. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think it has more of a an effect now where you can potentially reach more people because you know a couple of right. little kids find out about you, they like you, and now guess what? You know, there are other ten or twenty friends like you too. So it Absolutely. does have that kind of you know that effect. So that's cool. Nice. Nice. All right. So um, let's see. What else? Would it, talk a little bit about your upcoming, uh, I know you're doing tons of shows right now. Any other tours that you're on? Because I know you're on a bunch of different bills with those big festivals that we're touring. What are you guys up to right now? Um, we're just kind of uh, doing our own our own touring right now. We're not um, out with anybody else. We're just kind of uh, doing our own thing right now. We're, uh, you know, we've got a full schedule. Our, our main goal as soon as we released Parking Lot Rockstar was to spend – you know, 2012 on the road and, and just promote the hell out of the album as much as we could. And, and uh, that's exactly what we've done. We've been out since, actually, we've been out since December of 2011, and uh, we've been out ever since. And we've got some, um, you know, we just, the dates just keep rolling in. You know, we're playing six uh, six out of seven days this week, and so we're, we're staying really busy. And, um, you know, we want to do that. We want to get out there. We want to meet as new, new uh, many new people as we can and make as many new friends and fans as we can. And, um, you know, at the same time, we're, we're still fine-tuning our craft as well, so we get a great chance to do that on the road, playing as much as we are right now. Cool. Very cool. All right, cool. So let's do this. Let's. Uh, what time is your show tonight? Just because I don't want to, I want to kind of maintain, uh, monitor our time. <laughs> uh, we don't go on till late. We're not on till till last, and I don't think we're on till like eleven thirty or midnight. Oh, okay. So okay. We got... okay. <laughs> All right. Cool. Cool. All right, so let's do this because I know this song is definitely a little longer in terms of the time of it. Tell us a little bit about uh, Complicated, which is it's a beautiful song. It's you know another amazing song, and I definitely see with your album. And please take this as a compliment because you don't see this with many you know rock bands. I see a lot of crossover potential. So Complicated is such a great song that you could hear it on Sirius XM Octane. You might hear it on one of the top forty stations. So it's it's cool that it, it has that ability to kind of cross over to different uh, stations. Well, no, I, I totally take that as a compliment because that's cool. that, to me that's our that's our goal because you know what I mean we want to make a career out of this and and we want right. to do this for a very long time and and I think I think to do that you've got to be able to reach out to as many people and and as broad of an audience as you possibly can and so that's that's what our goal was with this entire record you know is be able to you know not necessarily you know pigeonhole ourselves in one particular genre or or mm-hmm. you know kind of music uh, but but instead just just write songs and make music. You know, um, one of the big things that's changed that, you know, we were talking about things changing earlier. And one of the things that's changed now is fans, music fans in general, I don't think, are nearly as loyal to one specific genre or other like maybe they used to be. Now, I think in the market that is driven by singles, which is the market that we're in now, as opposed to, you know, albums and records of yesteryear. Right. um, with with people so so much attracted to singles and, and radio stations and, and even record labels just pushing singles, people just like music. You know, they like if it's country, great. If it's, if it's heavy metal, great. If it's rap, great. They just love a good song. 
And so we try to embrace that that theory with this record and just write good songs, uh, regardless of, you know, if it was a departure from the song before that, we didn't really care because we're just writing it for the song itself. And, and so I'm glad that, that uh, maybe some of that's coming across by, by what you're saying because we just, we just want to write good music. No, definitely. I mean, I could def. I was working out to the album last night, so I could definitely see that across the whole entire album. And I think that's such an important and relevant point that you make, Derek, is that, you know, even to this day, I meet musicians sometimes when I go out, and I'm, I like the hard rock stuff. I mean, that's definitely, you know, more of my cup of tea, but I, I can kind of go to pop stuff, too. But it's sure. funny, because sometimes I'll meet these bands, and they have this, like, one amazing single, and it's just really catchy, and I'm like... Oh, you know, do you have any other stuff like this? And you hear the other stuff, and it's kind of just, it's just not grabbing you. But they, they're so kind of fixated in, I just have to stay into metal, or I just have to be into hard rock. I can't. And I feel that right. limits them so much in terms of their ability to get to that next level. And you know what I mean? And get themselves out there as artists. So I think that's so relevant, what you're saying. Yeah, it's, it's like I said, it's something that's important to us uh, from from the beginning of the songwriting process all the way through the album. And, and uh you know, like I said, we just we just we just want to create songs that that people want to hear on a on a large scale, and and uh, if that's a, a poppy sounding song or a, or a heavy song or a ballad song like Complicated, and so be it. We let the songs kind of make themselves. Cool, cool. And what are some of the influences of the band members? Because I'm sure you guys are across the board. But what would you say some of the prim- <laughs> yeah. primary influences are? We've definitely got a lot. You know, we've got a lot of different a lot of different guys and and uh, with a lot of different personalities and, and takes, but. Um, you know, but as far as a songwriting standpoint, you know, I've always been influenced um, by like, you know, I love southern rock and I love I love country and I love blues and I love, um, you know, guys like uh, like uh, you know Pink Floyd and and you know that, those are the kind of stuff I listen to as kids and that's mm-hmm. kind of what molded me into um, the songwriter that I am today. You know, I look at guys like Steven Tyler and look at um, the amazing mm-hmm. career that he's had and and uh, you know it. it there's something to be said if you know if if you're going to be if whatever industry you're in you want to look at the best and and you want to try to figure out what they did to be the best and and I'm not saying you have to mirror that or copy that but I'm but I do believe that there are certain things in place that that you can learn from and also follow and so that's that's what we try to do and and you know for me Aerosmith and Pink Floyd and Skinner were huge influences on me in, in doing stuff like that as a kid. Cool. Cool. All right, so yeah, tell us a little bit about Complicated, uh, the meaning behind the song, any specific uh, meaning to it? Well, yeah, Complicated is a cool one for us because it is such a departure kind of from our first single, Hell Yeah. It's a very different, uh, very different song, and, and uh, you know, it's a little more, it's a little more um, thought-provoking and, and may, you know, perhaps a little deeper. Um, you know, it's, 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 the, the cool thing about it is it's not really about one uh, specific, you know, event or, or uh you know, anything like that. It's more of just a broad general statement that, you know, it's about life. It's about people. And it's about um, sometimes things just get complicated. And I think that's something that everybody can identify with. Everybody's been in a situation where, you know, life was just, just complicated, whether that be financially or with a career or a relationship or whatever it might be. Um, and so that's kind of what it's about, you know, and, and I've obviously tied into that idea are some very specific things that, that uh, you know, were maybe going on in, in our lives. But, Outside of that, it's a very general statement. Cool. All right. Well, with that being said, let's uh, let's check it out, okay? Absolutely. All right. Hold on. All right, everyone. Again, you are listening to the lead vocalist, Derek, of the uh, American hard rock band, Solicit. And now we're going to check out their other hit single, which will be hitting the airwaves shortly, if it hasn't already, near you, called Complicated. 
Is there anybody out there? Can anybody hear me scream? There's nobody calling. Baby, was it you or me? everyone that was the 
second hit single that will be coming out shortly by Solicit, titled Complicated. Again, please check them out at solicitrock.com, and that is spelled S-O-U-L-I-C-I-T, rock.com. And be sure, again, to pick up a copy of their amazing album, which is titled Parking Lot Rockstar. All right, let's bring Derek on so we can start wrapping things up for tonight. All right, you there, Derek? I'm here. You're here. Sorry, it was interesting because I had the song set it. It says four minutes and 25 seconds, but it seems mm-hmm. like it was probably a little shorter because I kept letting it go on, but it seemed like it was, I don't know, some dead air. Yeah, <laughs> so I didn't want the to... album... The album version that we did, um, you know, at the end, it was it was kind of just a we just we was in the studio and we got this like cool like uh, feedback ringing off the guitar after after we hit the last note and it sounded so cool we just like let it ring for another minute so oh, uh, we, gotcha, we, okay. we, we have a shortened radio version that we're releasing so no no that's awesome and I'm sure I heard it on my MP3 player the problem is with the radio station sometimes it's it's fine once the podcast is done, but sometimes on my phone when I'm talking into it, I can't usually hear every little nuance. So that's probably what happened. Gotcha, gotcha. Cool. Very cool. So let's uh, yeah, let's start wrapping things up. But I definitely want to ask you, why did you guys come up with the name Solicit? What does that mean? For your uh, band? You know, when I was looking, whenever we were deciding on names, you know, back in the mm-hmm. day, it was, you know, I wanted something that. Um, you know, I, I wanted something that meant something, not just something that we, you know, randomly ripped open an encyclopedia and pointed to the first word and went with it. Um, and, and to me, solicit was, was a great one um, for me because, and especially the spelling, the way we spell it, um, you know, because whenever whenever you're writing songs and you're performing on stage and you're recording albums, you know, for, for people to consume, mm-hmm. you know, when you're doing those things, um, you know, it, to me at least, it feels like I'm bearing my soul and I'm and I'm and I'm soliciting my soul to um, the listener or the crowd or whatever it might be. And you know, I'm, I'm really kind of just bearing all. And uh, you know, my music is just that. It's it's a window into my soul and who I am. And and you know, I find myself being being much more comfortable talking about things and expressing things about myself um, through song than I ever would through just conversation. So. Um, that's what solicit is to me. It's it's basically me, you know, soliciting my soul out there for cool. uh, you know for, for an audience. Very cool. No, I like that. I like that a lot. And what about uh, the? And again, I'm sorry. This is my psychology. I'm always fascinated with uh, meanings behind Please things do. about people. <laughs> why people choose the things they do. So what about parking lot rock star? I like that too. <laughs> well, that's you know that's the best description of of who we are as guys. You know, we're just we're right. just uh, you know laid back uh, due to love playing rock and roll. Um, you know, whether that be playing in your garage or your backyard or your driveway or the or your parking lot. You know, we play at all those places and we love doing it. It's it's not about where we're at um, or who we're playing for. It's just about playing and. Um, you know that's 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 who we are. If if, if you're in front of one or one thousand, as long as you put a you know put a show on stage um, that is worthy of the title of rock star, then then you can be a rock star no matter where you're at. And that's exactly mm-hmm. you know like I said, it, it, it just describes who we are as guys, and and uh, we love it. That's cool. So it seems like you guys, in terms of egos, you guys are pretty uh, grounded and down to earth, which is just it's awesome. And I can hear that coming across just through the interview with you. So that's it's really cool to see that. Yeah, definitely know that. We're you know we're before we were way before we were musicians, we were fans of music, and and you can never forget that. You always got to be a fan first, and um, that's that that helps keep some of the egos away. We definitely don't have any problem with that. We're just at the end of the day, we're all fans, just like you guys are, and, and uh, we're we're no different. Cool. 
Very cool. So, all right. So, yeah, please, why don't you um, wrap up by sharing anything else that you would like the audience to uh, know about you guys, and please plug all the different uh, places people can find you. Yeah, check us out. Um, we, we already love you and your show and all your wonderful listeners, so if you would, at least stop by and give us a like on the Facebook. I know everybody's, everybody's on the Facebook these days, and, and uh, as are we. Um, so cruise by the Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash solicit, and it's S-O-U-L-I-C-I-T. Give us a like there. Um, homepage at solicitrock.com. You can pick up all the CDs, T-shirts, merch, read all the news. Um, and, of course, we're on uh, every website that digital music is distributed, iTunes, Amazon, all the above. So, so check us out there as well. Very cool. Well, Derek, you did a great job tonight, and it was a pleasure having you on. And please keep in touch if and when you have your next album coming out. It would be uh, great to have you guys back on. Absolutely. We'd love to be back. And, again, thanks so much for having us in your time and, and uh, helping support Solicit. And, and uh, we love your, you and your listeners. Thanks so much for having Definitely. us. Definitely. Yeah, and just uh, keep in mind, once the podcast, I mean, once the interview's over, there's a formal podcast that's developed, and you can promote it, and uh, they do very well. So I always, you know, periodically promote everyone's podcast for my show to get them more listens. Beautiful, beautiful. Appreciate it. Right. We'll do the same. We'll, 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 uh, we'll pump it for you as well. Okay. Sounds great. So have a great show tonight, Derek, and uh, best of luck to you guys, and please keep in touch. Thanks so much for your time, Carrie. Have a good one. Absolutely. Take care. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, everyone, again, that was Derek from the American Hard Rock Band Solicit, and please be sure to check out the podcast if for some reason you tuned in a little late to the show. It will be available as soon as the show is over. And, again, please check them out at solicitrock.com, and that's spelled S-O-U-L-I-C-I-T, rock.com, and also pick up a copy of their album, which is titled Parking Lot Rock Stars. Awesome group of guys, and they really have some good stuff going on and definitely going to see a huge, bright future with these guys, which is already beginning to show. So next week, let me see who I have coming on, because I do have a filmmaker, Jeremy Campbell, coming on next week. That is going to actually be Monday. I'm going to do a special couple of shows early next week just because of the 4th of July. So let me look at the calendar. He will be coming on Monday, 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern time, which will be July 2nd. And he's an awesome filmmaker. We're going to talk about his most recent film, which he released, which is titled, let me uh, get all this information just because, again, I'm trying to manage 100 things over here, um, which is titled Velvet Vengeance, and it was just released. It's really cool. It's a short film. He's going to be working on some uh, full-length features too, but great, uh, great um, filmmaker, and you can check him out at Velvet Vengeance on Facebook. And then the second night we are going to do, I'm going to start doing some more um, shows too to support different types of things in the industry. We're going to do one on Tuesday, which will be July 3rd at 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time. And this is going to be with Eric Miller. And he is the uh, proponent and the forerunner who launched a series for epilepsy awareness, and it's titled Candlelight Concert for Epilepsy Awareness. And we're going to do an interview with him and talk about promoting epilepsy and uh, increasing awareness about this um, this, this medical uh, issue that comes up a lot. So, again, I'm sorry. It's been a long day. I better get off the air soon. <laughs> I'm starting to stumble my words now. But, yeah, we're going to be doing some uh, more promo- promotional things on this show. We did a show on autism back in the early stages when I launched my um, show with Kim Stagliano. You can check out her interview. She has a book out. Um, and, yeah. So we're going to do some more of that stuff. I'm going to try to integrate a bunch of different things. So, again, I want to thank everyone for joining me. 
please, uh, if you have a Facebook page, uh, become a fan of the Carrie Edelman Show on Facebook. I have two personal pages. I maxed out one of them with the 5,000. I started a second one. So please find me on Facebook. Befriend me. Follow me on Twitter at Carrie Edelman. If you follow me, I will follow you. And uh, you can also check out my music page on Facebook. Uh, please become a fan of that, too. We'll close the show tonight with my um, hit single, which is the ballad off my album, Another Life. And if you're interested, you could check it out. All my uh, music is on all the major digital sites under my name and the album title, Leave It All Behind. And this song we're going to check out tonight is called Another Life. So thanks again, everyone, for tuning in. I appreciate your support, and we will be back next Monday, July 3rd at 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time with the filmmaker Jeremy Campbell. Have a great night. Yeah.